0: Hello! Today I want to follow up a little bit on what I was talking about in last week's sensitivity episode and in the personality disorders episode from the week before. Because it's one thing to recognise yourself in one of those labels, but what then? As a therapist, part of my treatment of issues is a flowchart that starts with understanding a problem, then accepting the problem, then overcoming the problem. And for a majority of clients, that's the way it goes. Some might not need as much understanding. Some might not need as much acceptance. But on the whole, this process seems to work reasonably well. I've found not that everybody can completely overcome all of their issues. You sometimes just have to learn to live with it. And people don't like the idea of accepting their emotions a lot of the time. They want to stop them. But feelings are there for a reason. They're not always an accurate reflection on what's going on in our life, though. I get that. But because our mind and body are working together to try and keep us safe, to override it, that means going against your instincts. And there's always going to be a pushback from that, especially with anxiety, as it feeds itself. If you're anxious about being anxious, it's only going to get worse. So I do find that for many people, the secret to being able to bring the intensity the emotion down which is what people are really after anyway is to accept it and then they can control it to the best of their abilities and that's what i mean by acceptance getting to a position where you can say to yourself i notice i'm feeling anxious or i notice that i'm angry and it not be a problem it's a long road to get to that point but well worth the effort which raises the question of how well We tend to split this into two different areas, processing and distracting. Processing is things like writing, talking to somebody, actually doing something that is often specifically about the emotion. And then we have distracting, which is just about keeping yourself busy and finding alternatives that might prevent things spiraling into something harmful. Both components are useful. And there are many things, many different things that you can do. So let's start with processing. I've spoken about the most common one before a lot of the time, which is journaling. When you start to get overwhelmed, you take yourself away with a notepad and a pen and you write about what happened. Or if there's nothing specific right now that triggered it, you write about how you feel. Write about times you felt that way before and write about how you'd prefer to feel instead. If you just Google journal prompts for mental health, you're going to get thousands of ideas. There are some in my book, 15 Minutes to Happiness. I've got a copy of this and I'm just going to show the video. It's over there. And if journaling is a, a bit too free-flowing and you need something a bit more structured, then look into impulse logging instead, which is a way of helping you to understand what was really going on underneath any massive emotions. It's especially useful for people who self-harm who have substance abuse issues, but it's useful for anyone, really. It's simply grabbing your attention. So it's a distraction as well, and asking you where you were, how you were feeling, and what the situation was. What you wanted to achieve, what you want to communicate, is to help you figure out what was really going on underneath, so you can see alternatives to whatever behaviour you felt the urge to do. If you can look underneath anger, for example, you might see that you felt rejected first, and that's what made you angry. Then you know that what you actually want is to be accepted. So, impulse logging is useful not just as a way of processing, but also distracting. Other, more simple distractions can be the time on just going out for a walk, and I know that sounds simple. Because it is, but the movement, the opportunity to see some nature, to possibly say hello to some random stranger's dog, it helps. So does knitting, colouring in, painting your nails, if that's something you do, having a shower, anything with a routine that gets you out of your head and focusing on something else. And of course, there's the time-honoured breathing exercises, which I've spoken about At least 100,000 times before, so I'm not going to go into all of those all over again on here. But if you do want more, then I do go into some details about the hows and the whys of these things on Patreon. So go and look me up on there if you like. In the meantime, enjoy your weekend and I will speak to you again soon. Take care.